Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two Ton Bridges or TOTTB. My name is John and I play Percival Silverlight. Before you listen to this week's episode, I should probably point out something that might seem a little strange. As mentioned previously, we are part of a group of people who play D&D in the Tunbridge and Tunbridge Wells area. As part of this, Nick, Toby and Greg uh, went and played a tournament with those guys. Nick played Zibby and Toby played Rana, although they didn't win, they did get some money. But, showing his truly demonic skills at playing D&D... Greg, our DM, managed to win the overall tournament, which is pretty amazing, and then decided to compound his amazingness even more by awarding our group his prize. Because, you know, he's cool like that. So when you hear the name Barakas, don't worry, you haven't missed anything, it's just Greg's character. So without further ado, I give you this week's episode, Adventure! Percival Silverlight. Having defeated the Goblin Gang outside the temple, we find ourselves with a pair of captive goblins. With some effective persuasion, the Goblin Boss, Yoka, has confessed a number of useful tidbits to us. The Order of the Gauntlet were overrun by a large horde of undead coaxed forth by Yocker and his thugs, and though while many fell, there are some that survive. Several of the order retreated by boat south down the river Sushan Star. We have pressed the goblins into service of the group to help us with travelling or foraging in the jungle, although I still do not trust them. Meanwhile, Zibi has managed to strike up a sort of bond with the fledgling Axebeak. Perhaps if we get hungry, it will serve an additional purpose. Of most immediate concern to me, however, is the red flash upon the stone toe of the statue in front of me. Adventure. As you're sort of having a look around, you spot that on one of the big toes, there is a flash of what appears to be red light, and a small object seems to have appeared on the toe. I'd like to inspect the small object. Okay, as you get closer... Uh, not with, with without touching it, first of all. <laughs> yeah, that's quite all right. Um... <laughs> As you go up to it, you find that you are essentially looking at what appears to be a small statuette that 
actually doesn't look all that familiar to you. It appears to be a statuette of a horned humanoid person seated, but holding what appears to be a sort of stone bowl upwards towards you. On the stone bowl, there is a pearl and Mm. nestled between the stone and sort of underneath the chin of this humanoid, there is what appears to be a playing card, which has something written on it. Can I can I read it? You can just about read the top of it, which just sort of says, with my... And then the rest of it is slightly obscured because the bowl's kind of in the way. So you'll need to actually extract the card to read it properly. Uh, okay, I, I just look around and I see if anybody else is sort of kind of looking my direction. So Siliqui and Zibi had wandered off to go and play with the fledgling. Um, yes. Undral and Rana, I'm kind of assuming, are keeping an eye on the goblins. Um, I was speaking to Rana. I, she was asking Rana, um, do you speak the same language as the fledgling? Or can you speak the same language as the fledgling? I can, but if I do I have to prepare a ritual spell from the druids list, or can I cast all rituals at all times because they don't use a slot? You... I think you do need to still have the spell prepared. I know certainly for like the wizards, you essentially you are your prepared spells are the ones that you just know almost off by heart that you've read recently. Okay. Um, and I think it's the same thing with the druids, is that you kind of you would need to have sort of spent some time mentally readying yourself for casting those particular spells. Oh, yeah. That's fair enough. So you could say tomorrow. Uh, in which case, if you wish me to speak to the birds, I can do so, but we'll have to wait until tomorrow. That's not a problem. As he seems to have made friends with Zibi, I just wanted you to ask um, his name, um, just so we can at least try and show that we are friends and not enemies. Have you, have you tried to feed him? Uh, yes, uh, Zibi's yes. made friends with him and he's been eating out of his hand. He's, um, they're like BFFs now. I, I've heard that's, the, that's the, um, the, the cool thing to say nowadays. Bird friends forever. That's what all, that's what all the yeah. cool kids are saying. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to cut this bit short, but Percival, you were back, you were having a look around, so that's kind of where people are. Mm-hmm. Rana's okay. having a chat with Siliqui, Zibi is over by the fledgling, so and Andrew's no, kind no of one's actually, an eye on the goblins. No, no, no one's actually looking over at me and me going, kind of going, Not one? especially, but you can, no, call, you can call them over, because I don't think anyone is particularly, apart from Andrew, uh, um, who's actually keeping an eye on the goblins. Okay, um, no, I, I'm going to just quite deftly pick up the playing card and read it. <laughs> okay. Um, make me a concert... No, I'm just kidding. Um, you- <laughs> Kick to the balls! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you read on it that it says, with my regards, Baracus. Baracus. As you read it, you see it is a tarot card mm-hmm. and it appears to be of a dancing devil. As you read the last word, which appears to have been a signature... The card disintegrates into cinders before your eyes and blows away in the wind. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, what about... Oh, actually, I'm, I, I can't... You haven't told me, so I can't You don't say. know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none, none of the rest of you can react to this until Percival divulges what he's, what he's found. Uh, so the, the, there's a statue. Oh, fuck. You know what? I, I made... Uh, Notes about Baracus because I made a stupid joke about B.A. Baracus. Baracus. It's really um, early on. Yeah. <laughs> I know I made. I know. This, this is how I catalogue things in my brain. Stupid jokes. Um, 
right. Yeah, okay. So I can't find it. Um, I can't remember who he is, but I know. No, I can't remember. I remember the so, so, Technically, I don't think your characters would know the name. No, but I know you've mentioned him in a minute. Yeah. Like, you know, trying to remember who he was before. Mm. Well, yeah. Zibby would, though. Yeah, Zibby and Rana would, but Percival okay. doesn't know. Well, Percival doesn't necessarily know that they would, and you guys haven't spotted the thing yet. So. Actually, yeah. actually, as given that you know i've just seen this is is there any way that i can roll a kind of uh, some form of knowledge check about like what the hell is actually going on or what is this thing so that would be an either um so that's an arcana check i think is what i'd want from you okay 17 you know that it is the teleportation of an object and you know with that role as well that the pearl in front of you is a pearl of power. Mm-hmm. Um, and it okay. doesn't appear, the statue itself doesn't appear to have any magical value about it. The way that the card had burnt away seems to have been just kind of like a bit of a bit of fluff, a bit of, you know, a bit of razzle-dazzle. Pointless flash. Pointless Pers- flash. just shakes his head and goes... <laughs> my kind of man (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) okay but but I'm not detecting that it's it's necessarily kind of like oh it's it's just suddenly uh, this massive trap has just (laughs) suddenly appeared for me oh look I'll help you yeah it it doesn't yeah it doesn't it doesn't scream you know glyph of warding or something like that or some other some other trap necessarily you pick up the statue and you explode yeah, yeah it's, it doesn't appear to be something like that. To sort of speed up things, I'm assuming that Percival will take this pearl. Okay, so um, Percival looks around, mm-hmm. sees that nobody's looking at him, <laughs> picks up the pearl, puts it in a pouch, it's in his pocket. <laughs> grabs the uh, the statue, aye, and uh, and it says, "Chaps, um, I've I've just." Notice something. I don't think I saw this before, but it looks like this is just teleported in from somewhere. Um, there was a playing card with it, and it said, Best regards, Baracus. It's a bit weird. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, bad attitude. Yeah, we saw him at that thing. Do you remember, Rana? Tournament. Was like a dream. I think yeah. the brandy maybe had an effect. Sorry, tournament. It was a bit weird, but I don't know about you. Did you find some extra, some extra coins in your pocket? Perhaps. Rana pats his pockets and then looks surprised and says, "There are more coins here than I remember." I, uh, Rana does not think much of money. I, well, if you don't think much of money, you can always chuck some my way. It's no problem. And where um, was this from? When did you? I don't know. We, Rana and I, we we. We seem to have the same dream. It was a bit weird. Oh, was that the the dream thing? But no, sure. yeah, with, I remember um, that. Well. The, the, the yeah, this was actually yeah. last night. <laughs> um, yeah. Last so, night. Yeah. Right. yeah, it was last night. I got, yeah, in terms of actual, like you know, the time period this happened in. This happened last night while you guys were sleeping on the roof of the. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's essentially it's a kind of it, it was all a dream kind of thing because I'm lazy. Um, and <laughs> Rana, did you give him some funny herbs again last night? Rana is not responsible for what Zibby chooses to eat <laughs> or smoke. <laughs> Rana, you know better than that. You know you do. Pack it in. 
well, this is all very weird. Here you go, here's your statue, and just hands it to Zibby. Uh, so what, what was the statue of? Uh, so the statue, Pom's uh, looking at it, Zibby, you do recognise it as it is a frankly uncanny likeness of Baracus, the tiefling that you saw in this dream, vision, episode, whatever you want to call it. You can sort of tell that this must have been like, you know, magically sculpted because it is just, it's the spitting image of the guy. But it's a little bit peculiar because it is just kind of like, oh, you just, you gave me a statue of just you holding up a bowl. Um, thanks. And it, yeah, it's just, it's a bit weird. Um, Percival, can you make a sleight of roll check? Oh, sleight of roll? Sleight of, sleight of hand roll, please. Okay. And we will check it against... Uh, everyone else's passive perception to see if anybody you, notices that you've taken it. Do you want it. me to... Uh, oh, no, I suppose... I, I could G it um, and, like, I mean, roll it. I mean, you can G it. You can G it and roll it if you want, if you want to keep it hidden for, like, how well you rolled. I think it might be interesting. Yeah, I'll tell you what, do that, and then I'll whisper to whoever does notice, and they can do what they like with that. I just need to go check your, your passive go, perceptions. Go check everybody. <laughs> mine's, mine's, mine's quite high. <laughs> I think mine's pretty My passive good. perception is fifteen. Yeah, mine's uh, right. Uh, mine's fifteen as well. Okay. <laughs> right. In which case, uh, I fine, actually yeah. don't have to. I, I, I don't have to bother with that. You no, all you notice Percival uh, pocket <laughs> pocket <laughs> <our> pearl from <laughs> the statue. <laughs> Percival. Um, Percival. Uh, the thing you put in your pocket that fell off of the statue that you've just given to me. Um, can we have a wee... Can the three of us have a wee look at that? Oh, this? Yeah, I was going to save it and, and, uh, and like, hang, uh, <laughs> hand it over later. I... Yeah, you right there. And he, uh, he, just, he just pulls out the pearl and hands it to Zibby. Not to worry, pal. So, uh, Zibby, Zibby quickly grab out of Percy's hand and sort of has a... has a wee <laughs> shot Cool. Yeah. C- catch you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, totally meant to do that. <laughs> Sorry, just totally forgot. Go and have a wee look. See if we missed any goblins down the pit there. No problem. <laughs> hey, see you in a minute, then, pal. <laughs> um. So, with Pearl of Power, um, I will. Yep. There we go. It should have been added to your magic items. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So it's the spellcasters, uh, ideally, to get extra slots back. Yeah, ideally it's the spellcasters. And you can gain one extended spell slot. Um, yeah. So, well, basically, so that'd be yeah. Rana or Zibby. It's, yes, Rana or Zibby. Yeah. Rana, what do you want to do? Do you want to uh, just roll a d6? Uh, odds it's me, evens it's you? No, I'm happy for you to have it. You sure? I'm sure. Does the pearl? Can you give it? Can you change people who have it at all? Like, if, like, say, you one of you still had, say, three spell slots and the other one didn't, could you give him the pearl? So uh, it requires attunement, so it will need to be one of yeah. you will need to take it and take some time attuning to it. Um, I'm not sure how much. Just to justify my reasoning, mm-hmm. um, at mm-hmm. this level, whilst I do have access to spells, the lion's yeah. share, mm-hmm. forgive the animal pun. Um, of particularly in <laughs> combat, 
Um, my shape-shifting, I think, gives me a very wide toolkit to work yeah. with. Yeah. So I will be able so to cast can... spells, but I yeah. can't so cast spells whilst I'm in animal form. Yes. Not yeah. necessarily for uh, every fight, but or many fights, I suspect. Because of the hit points, it's better to be an animal yeah. in general. And then you've got the extra side bits of an animal. I will be in animal form. Yeah, yeah and it depends on... Uh, the yeah. different, different animals are good at different things as well. Mm. So there's flexibility so i suspect you you will be in more situations where having the ability to regain a spell slot is useful to you so i think yeah. it makes more sense for you to have it Did i you think so uh, yeah. so for instance you're just going to cast uh you're going to um is it a spell to change shape or is it a natural ability no it's um you it's can just do it twice it's, so an it's action, just an ability but um, not... i know it's bonus action it's twice so... per short rest okay that's, that's not yeah. too bad um, okay, yeah. In that case, I mean, if, if you are happy to, for me to do that, then... Yeah, it does make sense. Awesome. Happy. Yeah. But also, happy, also yeah. as well, because um, Zibby's essentially the main healer of the group as well, he's done other things as well, but because he's also the main healer, um, that way, if, if like, say, we, as things are going so far, we're, like, we're only up to third level, the amount of times we've all bloody died. And they're not, <laughs> thankfully, not really dead dead, but, you know, we've all gone down a lot. If he needed to get another spell slot back to be able to, say, cure wounds again, he can. You know, that way it's useful that he can stop everyone being... Or or indeed another lesser restoration. Mm. Yeah. It's all useful. Uh, Mechanistically, um, Zibi, I will need you to... Because it requires attunement, you will need Mm -hmm. to spend a short rest at some point attuning Mm -hmm. yourself to it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Depending on what you guys are doing next, as long as you spend an hour focusing on it Zibby then you can you know start using it obviously it shouldn't be that hard uh, what I was thinking is because uh, we're we're just kind of chilling at the moment aren't we um, Zibby was just going <laughs> to uh, sort of set themselves down in the pen with uh, with the bird who we will name <laughs> at some point well I asked Randus to ask it his yep. name so that might be a good useful way of us you know finding a name for it for what you know is in the if we're calling it something similar to I, what I suspect that this is going to be one of these like. moments where Greg is going to be rushing on, like, bird name generator or something like that. <laughs> Score. Yeah. As a fledgling, I'm not sure it quite has the ability to distinguish itself as a as a name, exactly. <laughs> In that case, I shall choose a name for it, and it, it won't be... Well, actually, it might be Polly. <laughs> Polly the Axe. In fact, it almost certainly will be Polly. Um, okay. Nicely done. Nicely done. Um, so, uh, whilst um, whilst Zibby's uh, having a look at this uh, pearl and sort of gazing deeply into it, um, he'll sit in the pen with Polly and uh, just scratch it behind the ears and mm-hmm. make a fuss. Uh, is it worth finding out if there's any other goblins? The, didn't the guy say there wasn't any other goblins around? Uh, he did say that there wasn't any others nearby that he knew of. Um, yeah. Besides, you know, obviously the the remainder is tried but they probably have booked it for the hills yeah um, um so do you think we should try and hunt to get a bit more rations before we go anywhere uh it's probably gonna have to be that obviously the problem we've got is we don't have any we only have a small amount of insect well there. the way i see it is that we've we've got two options essentially what we're doing is you know like we're all just kind of settling down a little bit and leaving the goblins over in the corner all tied up um but, with them I'm yeah sure yeah, you can you can certainly you can have Andrew sort of as guard for the goblins yes. for the time being, which she's more than happy um, to do because she's she's feeling a bit you know miffed. Yeah, yeah, uh, they so, they essentially caused the downfall of the Order of the Gauntlet. So, 
Yes. Is she sitting in front of him, peeling an apple really slowly with a sharp knife, trying to like, just <laughs> Probably. I like that mental image. Carving so the apple yes. into Sounds a goblin good. head and then stabbing it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so we're all just kind of like sat around and stuff, and, and um, Percival sat there, and, he's, and he pulls his sword out, and he he kind of lays it down um, just in front of him, and he just starts kind of um, just rubbing this, this kind of like strange oil into the uh, into the blade. Percival, now I am a girl, yes. so I don't know, but I've heard that doing that too often can make you go blind. <laughs> Oiling your sword. <laughs> oh, oiling one's weapon is a very important activity, Siliqui. Hem, hem, so, hem. <laughs> and you can tell it's got a really strange smell. This, uh, this oil. And um, what are you using? It stinks. Um, sorry. Um, it's, it's something I got from back home, and I didn't think I'd need to use it, but apparently I do. You'll see. Don't worry. And um. He's he's just kind of sat there doing this absentmindedly, and he and he just starts saying, uh, "So we've got two options. Option one, we sit here for a bit, discuss what we're going to do, and then head over towards um, uh, Yelyark, or perhaps further into the jungle elsewhere. Who knows? Or we could actually just say." Shit, we got this a bit wrong. Let's go get a bit more food, uh, a, a, quite a large bucket for some water, and then be a bit more prepared next time. Well, we don't actually know um, where the Eliak is, and, it, and by the sounds of it, he moves around a lot anyway. Um, you do still know on your map, you do still have the Eliak marked. Yes, very true. It's it's yeah. not because bear in mind when he's when he said that he didn't know where it was currently he said that quite some time ago he'd seen it and it had gone north. You don't know for definite exactly when that was because again he's not good with maths. But yeah. it's not it's not it's when not was that, it marked on the map so to speak? When did the last person before him see it there? Well, uh, that that was been... before you left, which was, was it ten days. I think yeah, it's about yeah. ten eleven days ago. Yeah. Is there any way, if we travel back, whilst we might not recognise everything because it's the first time we've ever been here and we have got lost a bit, sorry, Anna, do you think we would recognise landmarks and things enough um, to not get lost again on the way back uh, to um, uh, Port... Port Nianzaro, yes. 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 Um, do you think we could possibly pop by um, well, where we thought Yelyak was or do you think that would end up potentially... Get, get in as lost again. I don't know, Rana? Way back should be easier. I think I could remember if we hunt. Goblins have told us where the local animals are. We could, I think, get enough food to get most of the way back to the city if we wished. And if we do well in the hunt and we travel safely, perhaps we could stop and see if we can find the Eliarch on the way. Andrew does speak up at this point and says, but going back to the Portney and Zaro, that would defeat the purpose of our, our expedition. The goblin said that... The goblin said that the... It's true, the others did go down the south. Yeah, the, the, the order went south. And they wouldn't have just... They wouldn't have just given up. But 
Andre, we, we're almost out of uh, insect repellent. It could be very dangerous. And uh, whilst we can try and hunt, we don't really know if all the food's going to be edible or, or in fact, exactly where food is or if he's a lion. He's, he's, he's not a lion, he's a goblin. <laughs> Are you making fun of my accent? Maybe. <laughs> That's revenge for the bear thing I all think, the time, isn't it? Nice one, Andrew. <laughs> Percival, you can shut up as well. <laughs> it's the first time I've heard Andrew make a joke. I give you that, Andrew. I've heard her make hundreds, perhaps not in your area. <laughs> yeah, She's hilarious. I must be rubbing off on her. <laughs> I mean, that's an entirely different situation. Uh, I, I don't think you should be rubbing in, in front of everybody else. <laughs> um... Do you think we should uh, take um, poor Inet's body back, though? I'm a bit concerned about just taking a, a burnt-out Inet's body uh, on a search for things. What do we do? I think I think we should probably bury her. Do you think if she's burnt, that would be safe for um, the undead coming back? Do you think... Oh, um, can bless her and all that stuff. But also, do you not think Grandfather Zetembe would want her back? Rana just shrugs and just says... <laughs> What use has an old man for a bunch of bones? Well, what a man does in his own private quarters is up to him. <laughs> what are we discussing here? Hang on. I think we're discussing... <laughs> That's a very strange direction. This is taking, this is taking a strange left turn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pun galore at the moment, yeah. <laughs> You've probably got a point there, Rana. I don't know where her family are from or... If they would want to bury her, or if, if she's travelled, I don't. I I didn't speak to her enough to um, find out where she was from originally. Again, probably one of those things that you discussed in you know down periods where things were a bit quieter. Yeah. Um, you would know that Inette was born and raised in Portney and Zaro. Um, okay, so her family that, would be there possibly then. Yeah, apart from the sort of occasional outlying tribes like um, like Rana's. Um, mm-hmm. which is actually one of only a couple of tribes that actually continue to live in the jungle. Just about all civilized population of Cholt exists in Portney and Zara. If they're sort of if the boarding raised in Portney and Zara, then you would assume that whatever family she has is still there. Andrew, um, how do you feel? What about um, Inet? Do you think we should take her body back or do you think we should bury her here and, and let her family know when we do get back to Portney and Zara that she passed away? Andrew is is a little bit torn. Mm-hmm. You know, she's uh, she isn't very familiar with Inet's faith um, mm-hmm. because Inet, while we while we described her as a student, she's really she's a scholarly acolyte of the Temple of Severas in Portney and Zaro. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not one that Andrew is particularly familiar with. If there was nothing else pressing her, she would say, yes, let's take her back. But at the minute, her focus is on finding the Order of the Gauntlet and hmm. finding out firstly what's happened to them and then assuming that they are okay, helping them to, you know, uh, strengthen and reinforce their situation in Chult. Because, of course, the hmm. Order of the Gauntlet came with a purpose. They came to try and eradicate the undead. Hmm. Um Obviously, you know, this hasn't got off to the best of starts. Um, <laughs> Multiple accounts. But if the Order still exists, it's it's her duty to go and find the Order and yeah. help them yeah, yeah. help them establish themselves. So okay. she she casts her vote in for burying Annette here and 
bringing maybe a keepsake or something back and informing the family when you get back. Yeah. Uh, Zibi, do you know much about her religion um, or uh, any prayers or, or much about um, Inet's God? Um, Mr. DM, do you want me to roll a, a religion check to see if I know much about her? I would like you to roll a religion check. Yes, please. Right. Uh, funny enough, I only get a plus one on religion. But, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's, it's, Actually, better. that's better than your uh, yeah, your cleric, bad, John. Your, your cleric was like minus one or something for religion. Mine's mine's actually but, plus two. No, it's only now. I mean, as Ash. No, right now is oh shiny man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, shiny man's terrible. <laughs> he was awful. <laughs> it's a total of thirteen. So I'm guessing he would have a broad uh, a broad idea of. Yeah, you'd have a broad idea. So you know that Severas is the uh, patron god of wizards and spellcasters as a whole um in some myths he is actually painted as perhaps being responsible for the weave that causes magic but uh, in terms of things like you know burial rites i mean severas doesn't particularly have a burial custom exactly you just sort of know that um acolytes and priests of Severas strive to essentially learn as much as they can. Um, Severas is essentially a uh, divination deity. Mm-hmm. One of the next things was that, you know, she had been gifted with this vision in her dreams mm-hmm. and that the other priests will use their abilities to learn what they can to pierce the veil of obscurity. Um, in terms of a burial, you mm-hmm. perhaps know a few words that you could say over her body um, if you were to bury her um, or burn her on a par. It's you know up to you how you wanted to do that because obviously there is the whole you know undead issue. Well, the thing is, she's burnt to a crisp. Yeah, anyway. she's burnt anyway, so there's nothing left to burn. Um, so I would suggest that she probably is not gonna. She's probably not gonna come back. I don't think she could burn anymore. She's already burnt to a crisp anyway, can she? As a, on a par, uh, she'd no, just be not really. Yeah. Um, so Zib- Zibby says. To be honest with you, I think it's probably better for her if we bury her here. It's a bit more dignified than dragging her corpse through the jungle by her ankles, if you know what I mean. <laughs> also, I do not think a journey of many days in a small boat with a slowly liquefying corpse in the heat of the jungle is a, is a good idea. Unless perhaps someone wants to volunteer. No, it'll, it'll attract the quippers as well. Perhaps we could use her to fish. We could dangle her behind the boat. I'd say the goblins, but it might eat her. Don't you dare say that, Rana. That's totally disrespectful. I need to teach you some lessons about civilization and how to be social. That is completely inappropriate as a suggestion to say to people. What's the matter? Sounds fine to me. Druids believe in the circle of life. Before you three have a, uh, have a wee Barney between yourselves, um, I'm going to take Annette's body over here. And I'm going to bury her next to the other chappy. Um, mm-hmm. Zibi, before you do, can we search her and her belongings to see if she has any kind of um, religious artifact on her? I think search is maybe a wee bit strong. Uh, we should look mm. to see if there's anything she, that... Can I pat her down? But does she have a necklace or anything like that on her? Well, she's uh, presumably she's going to have a... If not a, a symbol holy of symbol, her god. a symbol yeah. of Severus which mm. should probably stay with her. Absolutely. I'm just making sure she's got one on there and not in her bag or something. Yeah, if, if she had like a family ring or a something. Something, then, identif- yeah, something to that. identify her that would be useful. Yeah. Um, did you say that her journal got burnt? 
Yeah, unfortunately, most of her most of her items because the inferno that engulfed her was so large. I'm kind of saying most of her belongings would actually have charred. Is there anything at all that would, would be her family would go? Oh God, there, yeah, there is a net. Please take back from. Possibly, mm, maybe a headscarf. Perhaps her headscarf fell off when she landed and was not incinerated. Yeah, we could say that that could be the case. Maybe, maybe there's some singeing. You know. Yeah, there's a wee bit singeing along along one of the. Could she not have been using her headscarf as a lead to tie around the uh, the giant spider that she was riding? Yeah, uh, something like that. As kind maybe of reins. Not. <laughs> well, I'm entirely sure she would have had quite the uh, the composure to put something like that together. Um, I'm also not sure she if, if she was wearing a headscarf as a as a statement. Uh, she might not be just whipping it off to tie around a giant spider. Um, yeah, not exactly the first thing I would think. She to do. might have put it, safety first. Well, no, the, the Jesus, thing, though, where if, we're going? If we're, right. if we're talking to a um, headscarf, Allah's sort of, people of the Muslim faith, not like the full, uh, uh, like the hijab. Oh, is that what kind of headscarf you're talking about? I was thinking more of like a headband headscarf. No, I, I think it's more like a... Um, religious head covering. Yeah. Well, maybe not religious, but cultural. Yeah. Because obviously she, 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 uh, she's a um, acolyte of Severus, and I'm sure he doesn't say all women must wear a headscarf. Um, so maybe a cultural thing rather than a religious thing. Rana notices that Yoka has sort of been chatting to his teammate, Gimp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> genuinely forgot his name. Um, That's okay. Bag. Gimp's fine. Gore bag. Gore At this point, both both goblins are kind of like, we'll just accept whatever names you give us. <laughs> um, um, and Rana chuckles darkly and says, uh, "The goblins are confused. They want to know why we do not just not eat Inet after all." Rana laughs darkly. They say she has already been cooked. Oh. <laughs> uh, at this point, um, Siliqui is just pissed off with the disrespect. So she walks mm-hmm. up to the chief one and says, learn some bloody manners and slaps him across the face and then walks back off again, pissed off. Okay, so... <laughs> Not a full attack, just like, no. It's, uh, it's like smacking a naughty boy. Not in say, a kind of beat him up. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude. Um, obviously, Rana sees the slap, and then um, I'll say, I'll say in Goblin. Um, uh, and don't you say another word about it either, Rana, or you'll get one. I'll, I'll, I'll say in Goblin. <laughs> um, I'll say in Goblin to the chief. Amongst her people, this is a sign of great affection. I think she likes you, and then I'll wink. <laughs> he, I'll, I'll, he just looks. Terrified. <laughs> 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 Trishy, she's just marched off in a like, you know, back to back to where she was talking and uh, with a scowl on her face. <laughs> Zibi, yeah, I think we should. Um, in that case, I think we should try and, and try and bury her and then um, say some words. If you take her headscarf, if we can't give her body back, at least we can give her family um, something of something of hers. All right, so Zibi will hold on to Inet's headscarf. Mm-hmm. Okay, if um, Undril and I, if we prepare the uh, the can sort of mm-hmm. thing, 
Uh, question though, if Undra's helping you, who's looking at the goblins? Oh, I'm totally. Yeah, let, let let Percy let Percy do that. Percy can ask him if they've read one of his books or something. <laughs> Maybe you can read them. Yeah. I was going to say, have you left them? Have you left them tied up, or have you untied oh. them? Oh, yeah, they're absolutely absolutely tied, tied up. up. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Fair dues. All right. In which case, actually, it's not so much of a problem as long as somebody's like keeping an eye on them. Yeah, I'm. I'm just sat there talking to them. <laughs> Andrew and Zippy, do you know any words that you can speak? Um, once once we've done this, do you do you think between you, you might be able to come up with um. A few words we can say, um, um, hopefully about uh, Inet's God, um, you know, or to do with Inet's God. Zibi looks at, uh, uh, at Andrew and uh, then looks back at uh, Siliquy and goes, I, I think we can probably put something together. That, that would be good. Uh, can you do me a favour? Uh, can you, you see the wee thing that, uh, that she had with the... Uh, did, did she have like a necklace with the... Like, not like a... Ho- a holy symbol per se, but did she have a little necklace with the the symbol of Severus? Um, she probably would have had some sort of little Severus token, possibly. I guess yeah. maybe rather than the necklace. Um, so yeah. if I if I show um, Siliqui what the, the the symbol looked like, uh, can I get her to do another um, sort of painting on a piece of wood mm-hmm. to plant yeah, the sure. same as we did? And for, I'll do um, as I know her name, unlike yeah. the other guy. Um, I'll, um, I'm going to paint like, yeah. Uh, in that beloved of Severus, um, died this day, today's date, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, if we, if we can do that, um, then obviously, um, actually what's, uh, Rana, what are you up to at the minute? Percy's looking after the goblins and boring them senseless. Um, <laughs> um, please, please, just just torture us already. <laughs> when I was younger, I met a wise old knight who helped me rescue a princess from the clutches of a dark lord who claimed to be my father. Definitely didn't believe him. Almost lost my hand. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I'm then I, then I took an arrow to the. I used I used to be a goblin, right? Like you. Then I took an arrow to the knee. Another uh, scene with Vogue uh, on poetry in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An ode to a lump of green putty I found in my arms. I think it's what yeah. it is. He died when his, entangle, when his intestines climbed up his spinal column and throttled his own brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Rana, Rana will go towards the, the, the latrines uh, where the, uh-huh. the goblin said that the body went. Rana in human form this time. Yeah. (laughs) Rana, make sure you cover your face up this time. Cover your nose and mouth. In fact, Zibby, you can stick your light to surfaces, yes? I can. Okay. um, I'm going to pick up a... I'm going to pick up... I'm going to find like a a, a stick or something. There must be a stick around on the floor somewhere. Yeah. And ask Zibby if he can... If he can stick, being a jungle, there's probably a... Yeah. (laughs) He can stick a light on the end of the stick for me. Yep, and sure. then you, you want a glow stick, don't you? I want a glow stick, and then I'm going to go over <laughs> to the latrine. I'm going to open a door, and I'm going to I'm going to drop the stick. I'm going to hold it, but I'm going to stick the stick in with the light, and I'm going to see if there's a corpse in one of the latrines. Yeah, you just hear Zippy's voice wafting from over where they're making the uh, they're making the can. Like, don't use the term waft. We're talking about latrines. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Rana, what's brown and sticky? <laughs> Rana oh, mutters God. dates shit no it's what? a no. stick 
He's Zibby okay. now going, ah! <laughs> about himself. <laughs> <laughs> Tickled himself, Angel. silly. <laughs> Andrea either uh, just raises her eyebrow or just sniggers under her breath as well. One of the two. <laughs> DM can choose. Oh, yes. But don't look at me, Andrea. You're the one who stayed the night with him. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely too happy with that joke. <laughs> just, just, she just, she just looks up. Just no regrets. Um, <laughs> Rana, as you head over to the latrine, you find that the southernmost latrine, the one that you stuck your head in, that had these just such, such a foul stench before, it doesn't overpower you this time. You're ready for it. You are prepared. Still makes you a bit nauseous, but you sort of you push on past it. You have a look in, and it seems that during the attack on the camp. Uh, one of the Templars' courage had failed him, and there is indeed a body lying in this latrine. This poor man does seem to have perished, essentially just stuck in the bottom of this just foul pit. And it appears he has died of thirst, as he's just oh, he's just got himself dear. stuck. Um, can I cast Vine Whip to hook him and then try and pull him out? Do you mean th- uh, Thorn Whip? Thorn Whip, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, absolutely, you can. Um, it's just a cantrip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's just a cantrip, isn't it? Hold your breath. Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> Rana calls over his shoulder and says, going fishing. Roll me some damage for it. <laughs> oh, we're going to see if we disintegrate the corpse. Um, <laughs> it is... Hold on, let me get... It does, it does three damage. As you use the thorn whip on it, you see the spines embed in what I kind of I can only assume you kind of like hooked it round his round his neck. Um and as you pull it up, you see it looks up at you and there's this guttural moan. And at first you think, oh god, he's he's still alive. And then you realize that the eyes are burning with hatred and oh, god. this guy is actually undead as he reaches up and you just pulled him out of the hole. Um, as he sort of reaches up to try and attack you. And uh, we are going to have to go into initiative for you, Rana. See, see, Greg, told you. <laughs> Anything could happen. Um, <laughs> an awkward moment, you're beating initiative by a corpse. Um, <laughs> uh, six. <laughs> I don't know where the initiative count is. Hold on. Um, go, Rana, go. This will probably be a very uh, slow one. Can you move yourself over to the latrine, please, Rana? Also, Rana, you're, because you're now Rana, you can at least shout to us if you need to or if you're allowed to, as opposed to chuffing, like you did last time that we ignored. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming I'm here. <laughs> yes, you would be, and I just need to pull up the creature. Percival, what do you think Rana meant by fishing? That's a bit of a weird one. Does, does, does Rana have time to yell anything in response to seeing the creature look up? You will be able to, but you'll have to wait to your turn. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Rana, what's your dexterity? My dexterity is 15. Uh, that's, a, that's a positive uh, modifier, isn't it? Yeah, okay, yes, right, plus. so you are up first. You have caught it off guard, because it seems like it was in some kind of like power-saving mode or something. And you've pulled it up. You've dealt it some damage. You can see that the thorns of your thorn whip have dug into it. But you've now pulled it up and it's managed to sort of like grab hold and it's now just looking up at you with just pure loathing in its eyes. Uh, what do you do? Um, I'm going to shout loudly over my shoulder, zombie. And then I will shove it 
back into the latrine. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> back to where you came from. <laughs> that is fair enough. Roll me in, <laughs> roll me in athletics. Thou shall not pass. Um, <laughs> just my gut response. Like if I saw on the expression a literal shit so zombie crawling out crawling out <laughs> of a latrine my initial thing would just be I, I'm I'm Mortified. this is sponsoring <laughs> this thing straight back in the hole uh, critical you failure you can keep my thorn whip <laughs> no! take it go um Rana falls in the tree <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I'm half tempted <laughs> so what did Rana shout at us what did we hear zombie zombie okay he, he did the uh, smart Rana, thing. What did you what did you say your dexterity was? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. The, the ability score. Yeah. No, I'm not going to have you fall into the pit, but you do. I'm going to say you try and kick, but you miss, and your leg essentially sort of scrapes against the. Is wearing. Oh, it's scale mail, and you take. Uh, you take two damage. As you essentially you skin your leg against the chainmail. Ouch! That was effectively your action. Um, yeah. <laughs> what would you like to do now? <laughs> Is there a bonus action, or uh, would you like to move? Get dysentery. Um, um, as he's called out to the rest of you guys, can you all roll me some oh, initiative yeah. as well, please? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's anything else I can do. In short, no. So uh, no. Fifteen. I don't have the other Five, four. Fifteen, five for... Uh, oh, that, um, um, Zibby, is that with your um, initiative modifier on there? Um, I don't have a plus. Yeah, you're, you're flat, aren't you? And Percival? Four. Four? Yeah, I actually rolled a natural one. What, what, what about Polly? Can, uh, can Polly have a go? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, Polly is oh, currently Are we, are we in replacing effect. Inet with Polly now? Oh my god! <laughs> I, know. I will, I will give her a, a turn, but I don't yeah. think she's going to do very much, to be honest. Now, Polly, Polly got Polly got sixteen. Um, actually, uh, order. plus as well. Um, Bear in mind, like Zippy is not going to be able 17. to. Polly, Polly's on seventeen. There's no training at all. It's just like well, what's she going to do? She can attack. She can do her own thing. Oh, she's, on the, she's on the other side of the. She's on the other side of the camp in a paddock that presumably she can't get out of. Well, okay. Well, her 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 movement. This one will be will be to dash. Um, in just circles. And because her movement is fifty, so she can move a hundred if she dashes. And Siliquid's next to the pen. So could I not open a pen on the way? You potentially could. Yes. Sorry. What did you roll for Polly? 17 in total. Okay, right. So the zombie, it is going to reach up and it just sort of just slams at you. But has a feckless time of it, as I'm pretty sure that doesn't beat your AC. Yep, no, that's not going to beat your AC, Rana. So it just sort of, it scrabbles against your leather armor, but it's just completely ineffectual. Uh, That's its turn. So we now come round. Polly the fledgling Axebeak is just in her pen and just kind of just kind of looks around takes in the scenery enjoys the rain um, but otherwise doesn't do much this turn Siliquid can she not not dash? and she can dash she can run in circles around the paddock if you want well presumably she could uh, I left the gate open so it's fine 
Oh, you did? Oh, right. Okay. Well, Siliquis next to the gate. I was going to say, if you didn't, I could undo the gate. Um, <laughs> if you left the gate undone, Polly is going to... Polly is bloody enormous, I've just realised. She's going to make her a size smaller because she's a fledgling back speak, not a huge um, speak. <laughs> Where is uh, Zibi right now? Where's his character? Were we not burying uh, Inette at the time? So there's, yeah, so this is the yeah. thing, positioning-wise, um, so... So I don't know how I got up here uh, or why I'm Oh, you guys, said that, you guys said that you were burying her over by the, yeah. the other guy, which is oh, over here over somewhere, here. isn't it? <coughs> so actually, uh, so we would the, be quite near the latrine anyway, or you would be at least, wouldn't you? All right, so yeah, the, guy's, the guy is buried up here, um, so you guys would be down here. If you want to move them to move them to where you think they would be, you said you were painting for the grave, so you can be yeah. down with Zibi and Undral, um around the grave. Where is? Are you down here somewhere? Yeah, they're down on the on the hillside. Mm -hmm. And yep. Percival, similarly, you were kind of keeping an eye on uh, the goblins, so kind of yes, where so you are, unless you particularly want to move to a specific location where you think you'd be chilling. I, I would say that I'm I'm sat on the steps. I'd say I'm sat mm -hmm. on the steps, uh, tending to my. Uh, my rapier and uh, looking at the goblins and chatting chatting stupid to them <laughs> all of you have heard that and in which case Polly so you left the gate open was that right as um, as she's now tamed she's not going to just run away is she well she's not going to run away exactly if you left the gate open she probably would I know like mother like mother mother hen kind of thing she'd start following you around maybe Okay, Aww. so she'd be down here somewhere then. She'd be down here somewhere. Yeah, she's probably like she's probably foraging maybe just, around just like pecky, maybe just around, these. around yeah. And your pockets and I your bags. I still kind of think that to be honest, she probably wouldn't react. Like you haven't actually trained her as like a yeah. war beast or anything, so I think oh, Okay. Alright, okay. We're not not to worry. we we'll leave Polly out of it for a minute then. Yeah, for the time being, I'm just kind of just when it gets to her turn, I'm just gonna kinda of move her around a bit, maybe randomly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Siliqui, it is your go. So okay. what will you do? You hear from across the way, you hear Rana shout that uh, we've got a sticky situation over here. I know, I gave you a stick. Right. Um, I can't remember what Rana actually said. Zombie! Zombie. I'm dead! Zombie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to walk over to five foot each of these things, aren't they? So one, two, yes. three, four, five. So I can move to, I'm going to move back there. Hmm? And what do I see? What can I... Can I see what's going on from there? You can see that there is a what appears to be a a discoloured armoured templar is crawling up out of the latrine pit. The flaps of the tent have been pulled aside, and this templar is sort of has crawled his way out mm -hmm. um, and is now taking swipes at Rana. But he's just kind of like standing in the doorway because Rana's actually blocking the way out of the tent. Okay, so so Siliqui walks up. And that, oh, oh, oh my god, what else is that? Basically, just stops talking and holds a breath. <laughs> um, <laughs> the smell. Uh, yep. And what am I going to do? I am going to use my bow. Oh, I'll actually use this. Uh, <laughs> um, so, what's that in total? Nine. Nine. Okay, yeah, that's not going to do it. Um, it effectively, it dings off the helmet, and you have a moment's pause as you realise that there's something brown on the end of your bow. That is disgusting. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, that is otherwise a feckless attack. Uh, so for that, she's pissed off now that she's got poop on her stick. 
and um, and she missed the bloody thing. Um, so she gets her foot to like basically just kick it in the chest or its head instead as a bonus attack. Uh, so this is your unarmed strike as a bonus attack, yeah? Yeah. Then get back down. Yep. yep. Make an attack. Then it's a 20, isn't it? Because it's a five for the... Um... That'll, that'll do it. Hey! So, and that's a d4. You know this means you get poop shoe. She hasn't remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> One. Well, Actually, that'd be a Percy thing. He hasn't told me because Percy can't see me. So, no. Um, so, one plus three. So, four points of shoe damage. <laughs> Foot four damage, please. Four points of shoe damage. Okay, thanks. <laughs> right, I am just going to make a check here. Okay, right. So, with that kick, you managed to do what Rana could not. And you kick it squarely in the chest. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more squelch than perhaps you are uh, very comfortable with. Um, but the creature <laughs> topples back into the hole. And in fact, there's a, there's a horrible clicking noise as it kind of falls a bit awkwardly. And as it shuffles back around, you can see that it's managed to dislocate one of its arms. Ugh. As it gets up, it looks up at you guys and you see this burning hatred. And you can see it kind of like... It almost inhales, which is a bit weird because you know that the undead generally don't have to breathe. Mm. Rana, we are round to you. Can I ask how deep the latrine is as well? It's fairly deep. I mean, the guy got stuck in there, so it's kind of like, um, maybe not as deep as the pit, but about like over 10 feet or so. And is he back down in the pit now? Is it? Did I keep yes. it back down? Okay. Right. Yes, so, yes. So we've got it, it trapped. Effectively, we're no longer really in initiative. Um, uh-huh. It's just kind of, I'm staying in initiative for the second just to see what Rana does. Okay, so in that case, just before Rana does, I'm going to actually quickly shout to the guy, uh, our people, guys, when you come, hold your breath, it bloody stinks. Yoka and Gorbag, who are actually before Rana, First of all, you see them just kind of like glance over towards them. They're looking, but without any real like impetus to do anything. Mostly yep. because they're tied up, but also they don't seem particularly bothered. Fair enough. <laughs> um, can I can I can I light one of my torches from a tinder box and then drop it into the latrine? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, we might get a poo explosion. <laughs> Out I'm not entirely sure that the contents of a latrine is flammable. Oh, I don't know. The the, the amount of methane. Yeah, combustible. <laughs> oh, that's a good point, actually, I suppose. Like, well, I don't know. Would, would methane really have built up that much inside a latrine? It's not sealed, is it? So it's not quite the Like Compost heaps get so hot they catch fire sometimes. Yep. Mm, true, true. What are you trying to get this him to do exactly... to us? <laughs> <laughs> this is your plan. Sure. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, this feels like an improvised weapon to me. <laughs> I don't want to like throw a javelin at it because I'm just, I'm just throwing my, throwing my weapons. I can't get back, literally yeah. into the toilet. Um, <laughs> I'm sure as hell I don't want to be crawling down there, you know, to like go get them. And especially um, if I mean, you've uh, just seen Siliqui get poo on the end of her stick. I mean, I could. I suppose I could. I, okay, I'll change the plan. I'll, I'll thorn whip him again, and thorn whip him again, and then pull him out the pit again with my thorn whip. <laughs> what are you doing? I just put him back down there. <laughs> okay. Uh, so make an attack roll, or is, wait, hang on. Is thorn whip an attack roll? You be you, Rana. Uh, it is. Uh, it's, 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 yeah. it's, 
He still comes to catch him. Yeah. yeah, you still need to make a ranged attack against him to actually catch uh, him. No, it's a, it says melee. It says melee spell attack against your target. But he's still... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. Right, oh, fair news, fair news. You think you got me distance, wouldn't you? Wait, hang on, it's a, melee, it's a melee attack. Yeah, all right, okay. Pull his head <laughs> off. Never mind. Regardless <laughs> of the dimensions, you manage it. <laughs> yeah, I, it. Just for description, it says Storm Whip is... It says a melee spell attack against the target. Maybe they can't it's melee because eventually it it becomes melee because it... You can't so so does it have to you. What's, its, what's its range? Does it have a uh, range? 30 feet. Wow. Huh. Weird. Oh, well, okay. Um, right. Yeah, so that will do double damage. So roll the damage dice for it twice. Five. Okay, right. Uh, it takes a nice little bit of damage there. And as you sort of grab it and pull it on up, you see that the impetus of whatever it was about to do as it took in breath has just been winded out of it as it's suddenly been grabbed and yanked up up. Hello, Did you see it breathe? Um, it is now round to you, unless there's anything else you're doing, Rana. Um, it is round to these zombies go. No, I've, uh, I've, I've whipped it and pulled it up. That's cool. Is it still up? <laughs> is it still not back into the tree? I like yo-yoing. It needs to, it needs to get back up, but yes, it yeah. uses its movement to get back up. And it has an attack at Rana, again, which... And that actually, that does hit. Um, so... The zombie deals you three points of damage, Rana. Okay. You feel these quite disgusting-looking fingernails just sort of scratching at your uh, at your skin. The next thing that it does is it shrieks at you, and the shriek is it's kind of chilling. And oh no, it's going to attract more. Undril and Zippy. You guys notice that the can in front of you starts to move. 